Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change Podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Welcome to another episode of Keep the Change podcast. Recently, I went to the audience, to my Instagram audience and asked each of you, what would you like to know? If you had me in front of you, what would be the question that you would ask me? One of these questions that I really want to answer today is about building your team. How do you know when the right time is to leave your business and who to trust to take over your business so that you can become the CEO and really focus on the business rather than being in the business. It's such a great question because for the majority of us, we are in the business. Most of us have actually purchased ourselves a job, right? We have started this business or we've purchased a business and we are in the daily grind or the operations. Once your business is making enough money, enough cash flow, there comes a point where you can hire someone to do all of the operations, which allows you to go into the CEO position which is really lots of fun in my opinion. I love being the CEO of my companies because I'm able to really tap into each of my teams, check in on them, give them the direction that they need for the future, and they can focus on the day-to-day. Remember that your operations team is there to focus on one to two, maximum three weeks ahead of what they're currently doing. You as the CEO, and depending on how many management layers you have in your company, a CEO is meant to look forward. It is supposed to look at, let's say, three to four months ahead. CEOs are supposed to look ahead and operations is supposed to just keep it running day to day. If you're in a bigger organization, that's why you have middle managers, they kind of look in between. So depending on the size of your organization will depend on how long you are looking forward. Now to answer the question is, when do you know that it is the time to hire the people to take over your role operationally? Well, it all comes down to margin. What are you willing to take out of the business without doing the work? So let's say that your margin, your bottom line, down to after taxes and everything, you're left with $250,000. If you were to appoint someone, granted that at the moment there is a shortage in skill, which means people are more expensive. So let's say you had to get someone to manage your operations for $150,000 a year. You were left with 100 grand down to the bottom and your involvement in the business initially would be, you know, probably quite demanding to make sure that the person is trained and understands the business, the goals that you have in place for the business. However, moving forward after that, and if you've chosen the right person, it really should only take you a few hours a week. I would say maximum five hours a week to check in on your team. Are you happy to get $100,000 at the end of the day with five hours of work a week? Probably, most of us would love that, right? So what do you do and how do you manage the recruitment process? Now, do not rush it first. Do not rush the recruitment process. Make sure that you understand everything that you need. Typically, I say that attitude is 
better employed than skill. Skill you can teach, attitude and mindset you cannot. I mean, you can to a certain extent, however, most people are really hard to change their mindset. So if they have the right values, the right mindset that fit within your organization, you can teach them anything. Please do not rush your hire. I know for so many of us, we're so desperate to get out of the operations. I know I was, and I have made so many mistakes over the years in hiring the wrong people. Now I have the right operations teams that obviously still require my time. That is how I can manage seven businesses because I have people doing the doing and I'm working on each of those businesses. I'm not working in the businesses. So how do you then start to trust people? Well, firstly, it's really important that you give people time. Um, but not too much time, you know, hire slowly, fire fast. There's books on it. It's a philosophy. And I highly, highly recommend that you employ that because at the end of the day, if you are rushing into recruits, most typically it means you are making an emotional decision. And we know what I say about emotions and money. Well, your business and hiring still equates money. So if you hire the wrong person, you are definitely going to make a mistake, which is going to cost you more money come from a place that is non-emotional when you're hiring someone. Make sure that you put them through the test, you know. Could it be two interviews and a test? Could it be two interviews and a trial for a couple of weeks? Most people may not be able to give you that because they are typically working for someone else. You know, maybe you bring them to a client meeting and see how they manage it. Maybe you put them under a simulated event and you, you, you simulate something that would happen in your business and put them through the test. I typically do a cycle psych test, a test on the computer, you know, their computer skills. A lot of people, would you believe, depending on your industry, don't have great skills, especially operational people. They're great at ops, but the technical side of things, not so great. So depending on what level Level you are hiring will depend on their skills. And then I would put them through a test of something that happens typically in your organization on an operational basis. Give them three to four scenarios and see how they manage them. Really put them under pressure and see what comes out. In terms of trust, trust takes time to build. You will not trust somebody straight away. So if you are looking to transition from being in operations to CEO within a week, I can tell you that that is probably not the right time frame. I know for me, it's taken me, let's say, anywhere between four to six months to really get someone up to speed. You think of yourself, if you were to go into a brand new organization and you were taking over with the reins, it's gonna take you four to six months. You know, Even if you are used to the industry, it's gonna take you time to really understand exactly what's going on, the nuance of that company, the clients, their requirements, and any historical background that comes with the company. So trust takes time. Do not let go of the reins too quickly. I know I tried to do that very many times and it cost me, actually in 2021, it cost me $450,000 because I let go of the reins too quickly. I was pregnant. I wanted to step away from my business so that I could enjoy my newborn. And actually it ended up costing me my maternity leave and $450,000. So note to self, take your time and don't be emotional. I was pregnant. I just wanted to be with my newborn. And at the end of the day, at five days old, I ended up having to go back full time into my business because I had made the wrong hire decisions. So, you know, that's only recent. I'm still learning and I want you to make sure that you make the right hires. And if you don't, that's okay. Go back to the drawing board. Don't be desperate. You will find the right person so that you can step out of the operations to be able to work on the business. And then really it's a rinse and repeat. 
Once you've done it once, you'll learn from your mistakes, you'll learn from your decisions, and you'll learn from the onboarding of that particular person what you can and would do better in the next instance. And maybe you might be a little faster learner than me and get it right the first time. How do you trust? Well, trust takes time. So give people time to really understand what it is. And my biggest tip for you is don't ever hand over the financials. If you are operating, say, $2 million and under per year, in terms of turnover, I would typically say that you potentially should keep hold of that. Anything above that, obviously, you make sure that the person that's in charge of bank accounts and making payments has had police checks, processes in place so that they're not overspending, they're not taking and siphoning money out of the company. It is real. This stuff happens. We see it in big companies and small companies. So having processes in place and systems to ensure that people are following those, if they're not, then you know exactly what are you reprimanding them for that? And then what are you going to do if that's not working? How do you build trust? It takes time. Building trust takes time. Hiring the right people takes time. But if you really are looking to step outside of being in the business and being on the business, take the emotion out of it, hire the right people, hire slowly, fire fast. And let me tell you, when you find the right people, it will change your life. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D double E. See you soon. Thank you.